0: Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson and I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Alberta Barbecue and beyond. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 42 of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast, part of the Alberta Podcast Network powered by ATB. Please uh, be sure to check out www.albertapodcastnetwork.com to see all of the great shows that are part of the network. One of the shows that I subscribe and listen to is uh, the Mess Hall Podcast. You may recall that I had host Avery Cochran on my show a couple months back, and if you're a listener of his show, you might have heard me on one of his episodes late last year. Avery has a great, uh, really easygoing conversation style, and his guests range from local foodies to stand-up comedians. He knows that everyone loves to talk about food, and he gets into some great talks. I encourage you to give the Mess Hall podcast a listen. And again, visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com for this and other great Alberta-made podcasts. Now, time for the uh, Canadian barbecue competition update. This past weekend in Langley, B.C., was the Canadian Festival of Chili and Barbecue. Congratulations to all the teams that participated for a great cause and to the Grand Champion Team Smoke 324 and Reserve Grand Champion Rusty's Barbecue. Coming up in a couple of weeks on the May 25th, 26th weekend are a pair of events. Out in Ottawa, it is the Capital Barbecue Festival with a full slate of events, a Kids' Q, SCA, Backyard, and a KCBS Pro Comp. Also that weekend here in Alberta in Cremona, the heritage heat western smoke and barbecue uh, featuring kids q backyard comps on saturday actually sorry no the backyard comp on saturday and on sunday the kids q and kcbs pro competition uh, a little later the weekend of june 8th and 9th another pair of competitions both kcbs sanctioned out east in quebec city is le grand bouquin and in pilot butte saskatchewan is the bare bones barbecue championships over on the amateur backyard event side, plenty happening as well, with uh, Barbecue de Terroir in Sherbrooke, Sherbrooke, Quebec, on May 18th. saguenay en feu in Chicoutimi, Quebec, on May 25th. And the Red River Rumble a Barbecue and Grill Contest in Mo- Morris, Manitoba, May 31st. If you're interested in taking a barbecue judge class, a few of those are upcoming. May 11th in Edmonton, May 24th and 25th in Carp, Ontario, and July 25th in Morris, Manitoba, For more details on all of these events and a full calendar, check out the Canadian Barbecue Society website at www.cbbqs.ca. On the home front uh, here at Eat More Barbecue World Headquarters this past Sunday, smoked up a pork butt roast from the fine folks at Bear and Flower Farm here in Alberta. You can listen back to episode 30 of uh, the show here to hear my chat with Jessica and Christopher and have a look at my Instagram from this past weekend. To see some pictures of how it all turned out, I cooked uh, this beautiful piece of naturally outdoor raised pork, low and slow on my Weber kettle with some apple chunks, and I gotta tell you, the meat had just incredible uh, flavor and got a thumbs up from the whole family. Uh, Be sure to check out Bear and the Flower. Uh, For the last couple of years, uh, one of the barbecue podcasts I've been listening to has been Behind the Smoke, hosted by Sean Walcheff and Derek Marceau out of San Diego, California. Sean owns Cali Comfort Barbecue Restaurant there, and Derek is the owner of Valley Farm Market. And uh, they, over the last couple of years, have featured some great barbecue content, but also have given us listeners a look behind the scenes of running small businesses. And the use of social media and lots of other interesting stuff. And truthfully, listening to their show was part of what inspired me to start this podcast. And I'm very grateful that Sean took time out of his busy schedule uh, to join me uh, on Skype for this interview. A couple of weeks back with the release of their 100th episode, Derek and Sean decided to bring an end to their podcast, uh, at least in its current form. As uh, As you'll hear, Sean suggests that there might be some sort of reincarnation of the show down the road. Uh, I want to thank the both of them for almost two years of great entertainment, information, and inspiration. And I hope you enjoy my conversation with Sean as much as I did. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to another episode of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. Uh, uh, we're going to do a take two here. Had some uh, audio recording up, uh, difficulties there. Really excited to have uh, from Cali Comfort Barbecue in San Diego, Sean Walchef, on with me tonight. Uh, Sean, welcome to the show. Thanks for doing this.
1: My pleasure. It's an honor to have another uh, podcaster out there in the world that's spreading the good word of barbecue. Um, love what you're doing for barbecue
0: in Canada. Hey, thank you very much. And uh, as I was telling you before, uh, you guys, you and Derek with the, the Behind the Smoke podcast, uh, really the a, a big reason that I got into this whole podcasting thing. So thank you for the inspiration and uh, been a fan since day one after hearing you guys on the, the, the Man Meat Barbecue show uh, a couple of years ago and then been listening since you guys started up the uh, behind the smoke podcast so thank you for that and uh again really appreciate you having to uh, be here with me tonight it's my pleasure it's
1: uh like we said it's something we're, we're big on podcasting big on audio um we live in a digital world and you can share stories all across the globe we've been able to make friends um with people we never thought we'd be friends with yeah. um just because of our love of fire so
0: awesome i'm um, honored to be on the show hey thank you so we'll start uh and I hate to make you rehash this, but uh, first question I ask people, your barbecue origin story. So how did you kind of get into the whole barbecue world?
1: Yeah, so I, uh, I grew up in San Diego. I was, I was born in Colorado, but I moved to San Diego when I was six months old. So, you know, a San Diego kid doing barbecue isn't something that um, one would think goes hand in hand. Um, definitely got into the restaurant business because of uh, sports entertainment. Uh, We turned an existing breakfast restaurant into a sports entertainment destination, Mm -hmm. um, utilizing a full liquor license with beer, wine, liquor, um, in a location in San Diego that most people wouldn't um, come out to visit. Also, it was in 2008, so it wasn't the best time to be opening up any restaurant or any business for that matter. But um, I think because we opened at such a a difficult time, we, we had to learn a lot, we had to pivot. We had to do things a little bit differently to get people through our doors. And, um, you know, one of the things that we did was transforming from a breakfast restaurant into a sports bar and then, you know, really becoming a barbecue restaurant after we put on our first amateur barbecue contest. Right. Uh, we, we did that to raise money for local youth sports. We wanted to create kind of a festival that was an annual event instead of, uh, you know, raising money for kids and for charity and for church um, for groups within our community is very important. Yeah. Uh, we wanted to do something that we could focus more on an annual basis and uh, really grow into something that the community could be proud of.
0: Yeah make it a, make it an event right every year as opposed to just somebody coming here for. Uh, yeah, like correct. Awesome. Uh, so then Cali Comfort barbecue was born when did uh, when did you kind of make that switch over to the barbecue restaurant?
1: Uh, I was probably, you know, we opened in 2008. The first uh, amateur barbecue contest we held was in 2010, okay. um, October of 2010. After that event, uh, Gene Goykachea, who's kind of our barbecue mentor, he helped us. He's from Kansas City Barbecue Society. He was a board member, competed, won championships. He was on National Barbecue Association as a board member, one of the founding members of California Barbecue Association. Just somebody very active in the barbecue world. Yeah, um, He offered... To teach us how to do barbecue the right way mm-hmm. and we said we would love to learn the low and slow method um, started implementing some items onto our menu and one thing led to another and we said we're you know we're gonna go all in on barbecue and that was probably about 2010 2011 mm-hmm. I think really probably the biggest was in 2012 Jean um, was instrumental in getting national barbecue NBBQA to come out and do their annual trade show right um, so they came out to San Diego which was a big a big move for them because typically they go to Kansas city or Texas, you know, places like that. Um, coming to San Diego for barbecue didn't make much sense, but I think it was a very successful trip. The people that came out here, um, you know, they shared their barbecue secrets, you know, all the way from Kansas city to Memphis, to Texas and the Carolinas, you name it. Um, all the barbecue heavyweights were all, were all at the conference. But at that conference, there was a, um, a guy that has a barbecue restaurant in, um, Pasadena um, called robin's barbecue and he shared a story how he turned his breakfast restaurant into a barbecue restaurant Um, And that was essentially what we were trying to do and he said You know how many people had told him that it wasn't going to work and um, It was going to be a terrible idea and he said it was the best thing he ever did and that was just kind of Reaffirmations of what I knew was something that we were going to do and um, you know We kind of went all-in on barbecue
0: awesome so talk a little about the uh, the California barbecue scene, what's going on out there. It's, it's growing for sure.
1: It's definitely growing. You know, it's something that uh, we talk a lot about on Behind the Smoke is, uh, you know, the West Coast barbecue movement, yep. something that, you know, the West Coast here in California in particular, especially Southern California, we're full with transplants, so mm-hmm. it's not just most people weren't born in san diego or right. los angeles yeah. um, they typically you know their families moved out here or they move out here and they bring their style of barbecue with them yeah. so we have a lot of incredible craft barbecue restaurants that have been popping up in san diego um you know coops is west texas barbecue they're about a mile away from our restaurant andy harris does um he does uh, west texas barbecue as well he's grand old barbecue asado. um You know there's just a lot of different flavor profiles that have been coming out which is it's great because the more that people learn about low and slow barbecue the more that they understand that once you're out you're out yeah uh you can't smoke (laughs) you can't smoke up more
0: brisket until the next day yeah and um you know that you know i'd say probably five years ago the general
1: public didn't really understand that that didn't make a lot of sense and you know a lot of craft craft barbecue restaurants it would it would upset people people yeah. would get pretty pissed when they go yeah. in and try to get some brisket and it was sold out um yeah. but i think it's it's become more mainstream at least people understand that they're getting the best of the best exactly
0: and that, fresh that's right? the way it's cooked yeah uh, and here in uh out of L- the la area uh, a slab with uh burnt up there and uh, moosecraft so lots of lots of stuff going out on the west coast there so
1: yeah definitely and I think you know a lot of the underground scene and a lot of the craft scene you know you see a lot more at farmers markets and things like that so um you know I mean even international smoke which is you know Steph Curry who plays for the Golden State Warriors his wife you know started um international smoke with uh um forget the chef's name but yeah I mean they're they're opening up locations in Texas now you know and it's uh it's definitely it's definitely growing. I mean, even even Ray Lampy's got his own restaurant now in yep. St. Petersburg, Florida, which is really cool to see. Yeah, so.
0: Doctor Barbecue. <laughs> yep. Awesome. And you got some competition stuff. You've got the the amateur contest that you talked about doing as the as the fundraiser, and then you've also kind of got into. I see the uh, you got the shirt and the hat on there. Yep. The, uh, the Delmar yep. competition. Talk a little about uh, what you yeah. got going on there.
1: So uh, we have the amateur barbecue contest, which will this will be our tenth annual. Um, we should know the date of that uh, coming up once the Charger schedule gets released, which is uh, coming up here in the middle of the month. Um, but our Turf and Surf barbecue Championship is up at the Del Mar Races. Yeah. So every, um, every year at the Del Mar Races, Del Mar Thoroughbred Club, mm-hmm. uh, they have the Pacific Classic, which is the Million Dollar Force Race. Um, we organize um, a professional Kansas City Barbecue Society contest with about, we're capping it at 45 teams this year. Nice. So 45 professional teams and they compete. Um, they all load in um, the day of the Pacific Classic and then we have an all-you-can-eat uh, turf and surf event on that Sunday. Yep. Uh, people are competing for about 15,000 in cash prizes. So.
0: Awesome, good, so, uh, nice little purse.
1: Yeah, great purse.
0: Awesome, and that's how many years going for that, sir? Uh,
1: that'll be the fourth year.
0: Fourth year, awesome. Just a quick break here for a word from our sponsor, ATB. ATB knows that being an entrepreneur and business owner has its challenges, including finding time to get the help you need. That's why they've created their Entrepreneur Centers, which are now coming to a community near you. With locations in Calgary, Edmonton, Grand Prairie, and Lethbridge, as well as new pop-up locations in different communities each month, ATB is bringing their 360-degree entrepreneur support services to you. So whether you're dreaming, building, or growing, you can access a powerful set of tools including networking, mentoring, and workshops to help your business and personal finances grow together visit com to find out where they are popping up and now back to the show so let's uh kind of roll into the the podcast uh side of things uh how did the uh the idea to get start that uh, where did that come from for you
1: you know i think a lot of it's just you know just being curious a lot yeah. of uh you know i've wasn't really into podcasts, uh, you know, three, four years ago, but, um, you know, we live in a day and age where information is so readily available on your cell phone and yep. you can find things on YouTube, find things on the internet, on Instagram, on Twitter, um, on Facebook and, um, you know, also just reading, reading books, you know, books, um, there were some marketing books that I read that talked about podcasts yep. and, you know, really just Barbecue's always been something that we've been so fortunate to have barbecue mentors in our life, like Gene Goikachea, like Arlie Bragg, like Randy Gill, uh, people that have done it, um, done it successfully, and, um, you know, built a life, you know, also giving back, and they've shared so regularly with us Mm -hmm. with any questions we might have on how to do our catering, how to, you know, do menu engineering, how to run an amateur barbecue contest and uh, for us it was important to continue to give back um, kind of the same way we do with the amateur contest and the pro contest and podcasting just was a perfect platform it was um, you know it's a great way for us to put content out that wasn't you know necessarily focused on Cali Comfort or Valley Farm uh, but a way to share other people's stories Um, you know we have amateur barbecue cooks people that you know, maybe they've only competed in our amateur contest like Ferns semi-famous barbecue. he was our first episode yep. um, and then he's competing in our professional contest and he's working on you know his own catering business and you know putting on his own barbecue contests and uh, it just gave us a, a way to share stories yeah. and every, every village has a story and you know the day and age that we live in it's just it's powerful that um, you know you and I can have a conversation for free on Skype and yeah. you're able to publish it and distribute it. So, that someone might hear the story and say, hey, you know, maybe our village should have a barbecue contest. And, you know, maybe my restaurant can be a barbecue restaurant.
0: That's Um, right.
1: Or maybe my business can start podcasting. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, it's there for everybody, right? Yeah. And I should mention here that uh, on the Behind the Smoke podcast, you're one of the two hosts. Uh, Maybe tell the folks a little bit about uh, your co host, Derek.
1: Yeah. So, uh, Behind the Smoke, it's uh, myself. um, And then my co host is. Derek Marceau, who owns Valley Farm Market. Um, you know, we've just recorded our 100th episode today.
0: Oh, no. Congratulations.
1: Um, so you, uh, actually, this is going to be, that's our last Behind the Smoke episode. Oh. Um, yeah, so, you know, we're actually, uh, I know you're a fan of Gary Vee, and yep. Gary, Gary V got to a point a thousand episodes with wine, wine Library TV, and yep. he retired it and yep. moved on to something bigger and better, and I think uh, for us, we've we've lived the course of behind the smoke. Um, okay. We've been able to do some incredible things. Um, Derek and I shared, uh, you know, kind of what's going on with him and his brand and what's going to be going on with Cali comfort. Right. Um, I'm, I'm expecting my daughter in June. Right. Um, so it's been, uh, I would have been an MBBQA, but it's been a little bit of a difficult, um, third trimester yeah. for my wife. and yep. Wanted to stay around. And, yep. Uh, we'll, I will definitely keep podcasting. I don't know what what shape and form it's going to look like, right. but um, you know the things that Derek and I can look back on—100 episodes, having people like Mo Kason on, and Amy Mills and Mike Mills from 17th Street Barbecue. Yeah. Um, we've had Landon Donovan on, who's you know the greatest U.S. soccer player that's ever played. Right. Um, Jim Trotter from ESPN and NFL Network. I mean, just Brian Smith, the founder of UGG. Yeah, you name it. We've had just a plethora of different people and characters that have been able to share their stories, and you know we've been able to meet um, incredible people from all over the world. Yeah, people, I mean, in, Canada, people in Canada, people in Australia, people right. in um, Germany. You name it, and it's uh, it's just something that's been really cool.
0: Yeah, well, that's uh, I'm sorry to hear that news, but I look forward to seeing what's uh, what's coming next for you guys. So,
1: yeah, no, it's uh, it's kind of it's bittersweet. Yep. You know, it's one of those things that's. You never. I never thought we'd get to a hundred episodes. Once you do get to a hundred episodes, um, you know, Derek's going to be working at opening up his uh, Valley Farm La Jolla. Yeah,
0: the new uh, location. Ri-
1: originally, I was going to be involved in that project, and I think what we found out is we're both better building our own brands. <laughs> yeah. Um, kind of crazy because that's why we started the podcast is yeah. to talk about the mis- messy stuff in business, and yeah. it's just that's life. Yeah. And you know, the best thing that we can come from it is to take it as a victory that we were able to make all these incredible connections uh you know we just came back with the first place award for best audio series um, at NBVQA. so Hmm. you know to think that a little tiny place in spring valley in east county san diego could win best barbecue podcast at a national level um it's it's humbling and exciting
0: yeah going out on top eh
1: yeah, most yeah. people don't go out. That. That's right. most, most of the time, you're uh, usually usually you, you take it too long, and then yeah. uh, things things drag out, and yeah. people lose their their uh, their passion for what they're doing.
0: How, how did uh, Greg Rempy take the news this year?
1: <laughs> That's funny. I actually just <laughs> I actually just wrote on his uh, barbecue central page, his yeah. wall. I asked him why was there no Rempy sightings. I think he protested the amount. <laughs> yeah rempy I, I i love greg he's yeah. got so much personality he's uh i mean he's been podcasting for shit i think like 13 years yeah something i think
0: he's incredible. uh definitely him, the... him and
1: him and mikey k they yeah. um true true to form they've uh they've been persistent in the yeah. long form of podcasting
0: yeah. which is impressive yeah they're the godfathers of the barbecue podcast world eh? absolutely awesome so anything else uh kind of coming down the pike for you that you'd like to mention at all or uh,
1: not much, no. you know, I think it's just, you know, it's important that people know, which we talked about on the show, that'll come out on Friday, is that, you know, even though Behind the Smoke, in its current form, is yep. going to continue, Derek and I are still going to be very active in the West Coast barbecue movement, um, both active in our brand, so people can connect with us at Cali Comfort Barbecue. Um, yep. Obviously, you know, I'm always on Twitter, yep. um, on Instagram, anywhere digitally, you name it, I think that's something important for any small business owner or somebody that wants to have a voice. Um, it's important that you get on those platforms and mm-hmm. you do it um, as much as possible.
0: Absolutely. Uh, before we wrap up, Sean, if folks are visiting San Diego, where can they find uh, Cali Comfort?
1: Oh, absolutely. Well, if they're visiting San Diego, um, they should definitely check in. Uh, Digitally first yep. So let us know on um, Send us a DM On Instagram Or Facebook Or, or Twitter Twitter's the Preferred uh, Quickest way To get me At Sean S-H-A-W-N P WALCHEF W-A-L-C-H-E-F As in yep. Frank yep. Um, That's the best way To get me That's how you DM me To set up this interview yep. uh, any, Anybody knows You could probably Get me faster there Than even on Text message These right. days Because yep. get a lot Of text messages So Yeah but yeah, if you if you do make it, um, please you're part of the barbecue family. Uh, come yeah. on out. We'll give you a give you a tour of the smokers. Show us show you how the things go down. Give you a behind the scenes look.
0: Yeah, I was uh, last summer when uh, we were up in uh, Anaheim with the family. Uh, was disappointed that we weren't able to make it down. I had a, a, a sick child, and I'm sure you're familiar with. But uh.
1: familiar with a sick child, you got to <laughs> uh, take care of the sick yeah. child first. Yeah, yeah there'll my, be more time for barbecue. We, we expect to see you back down here another yeah,
0: time. One of these days. Yeah, minor, yeah. minor teenager. So I'm at the little other end of the spectrum than you are there. But.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've got I've got uh, car seats and diapers.
0: Yeah, whole other, uh, whole other different fun, man. Yeah, <laughs> correct. So the the question I like to finish with uh, it's dinner time. What's uh, what's on the plate or what's hitting the grill or the smoker for you? Tri tip. Tri tip. Definitely
1: tri tip. Yeah, we're uh, we're big fans of tri tip. It's something yeah. that's uh, near and dear to our heart here in California. So. You know, slow smoking the tri-tip on the old hickory for about an hour and a half, and then reverse searing it on our our uh, Weber Ranch kettle.
0: Yep, nice. I got I got one of those that's in the freezer. Yep. Little, got... little piece of garlic garlic toast to go with it. Yeah, um, you're good to go. Awesome. Yeah, I got a nice uh, nice local tri-tip I picked up on the weekend in the freezer here. So I think. Uh, oh, that's
1: good to know. I think I'm, happy that's to hear, it. I'm happy to hear they're selling that. They are.
0: Time. Yeah, I was uh, more recently I've been able to start finding it. So that's great. Yeah, the the California thing is spreading, man. There you go. Hey, Sean, thank you again so much. I really appreciate this, my friend, and uh, look forward to meeting you somewhere down the road here.
1: Absolutely. You know where to find us. uh, We hope to to see you soon.
0: Absolutely. Well, everybody, that's it for this episode. Thank you for your time, and thank you for listening. A big shout-out to Sean Walchef for joining me on the show this week, and I'm looking forward to seeing what comes next for Behind the Smoke and Cali Comfort Barbecue. Be sure to check out the Alberta Barbecue Trail page at www.eatmorebarbecue.ca for a listing of all the great barbecue joints in Alberta. Have a look and get out there. Support your local barbecue joint. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe, rate, and review. Share it with your friends. Message me with your comments. You can find me on Twitter at eatmorebarbecue, and I'm on Facebook and Instagram at eat underscore more underscore barbecue. You can always email me at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Thank you very much to the, my good friend Alan Horman for uh, providing the music for the show. And until next time, folks, keep on smoking. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB, and is a production of www.eatmorebarbecue.ca.